Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. This is take two. I actually plugged my mic in this time, so you're welcome. Um, I've got my beautiful co-host, Justine, here from the Shore Store and Resting Bitch Face. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Justine. Hello, hello. Ooh, before we get started, I know you have a whole list of things you want to talk about. I wanted to bring this up really quickly. I do not want to forget it, but our friends Carling and Lindsay have started a new podcast. It's called Seventh Heaven, a lesbian recap, a lesbian recap, right? Mm -hmm. They were going to start it. They were going to release it tomorrow on the first, but today's Lindsay's birthday and they got super excited. So they put out the first two episodes and the intro episode. I binged all three of them today. They are so good. So funny. And, you know, we've all been seeing these Seventh Heaven, these crazy TikTok videos about how absurd Seventh Heaven is. And they started from the beginning. So I cannot wait to listen to all of these episodes and just relive the insane absurdness that was Seventh Heaven in the late 90s. So excited. I'm so excited. I love them both. Uh, happy birthday, Lindsay. And it's mm -hmm. it's going to be a good one. And did I love you this. Say you had watched that show when you were younger. I did watch Seventh Heaven. And it's funny okay. because at the time, um, you know, it was the reruns. I don't think I watched it when it was like actually airing. But I remember okay. I would like come home from school every day and watch the reruns. And I thought like at the time, I genuinely thought it was like a good show. Like I didn't, I didn't <laughs> yeah. like think that it was funny or ironic, you know? Well, I was raised Christian. I went to Christian school until like seventh grade. I went to church until four or five years ago. So I was raised Christian. And so seventh heaven was a big deal to us. And yeah, we didn't think it was cheesy or ridiculous or anything like that. We thought it was like serious must-see television and I did watch it while it was originally airing it was a big deal it was very serious and uh I loved it so just going back and looking at it it's so insane I'm just I love it I'm loving the new podcast so you guys make sure you check out seventh heaven a lesbian recap we will put a link in the show notes for you and on our link tree as well and hopefully we'll have them on soon absolutely I want to go on that show too. I'm about to, I thought I was going to text and be like, please let us come on and be guests for you. I know. I, I really need to like do a rewatch of that series. Oh, so good. So you being Christian growing up, did you watch Veggie Tales or was that yes. like, you were too old for that by the time that came, you watched oh, it? Oh no, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales was one of the things that they would bring in on that giant TV like rolling cart oh yeah back when we had tube tvs and you knew like oh hell yeah our teacher does not want to teach us today we're gonna watch veggie tales um yes veggie tales all the time i know like the hairbrush song i know the theme song did you watch veggie tales i know when for a while when i was like i don't know how old i would have been like 11 or 12 I went to like youth group for a bit okay. so I know what it is like through that but I didn't grow up like going to church every Sunday or anything like that and I was I, gonna say I've never met a non-Christian person that had any fucking clue what Veggie Tales was <laughs> really okay. yeah never it yeah so it's uh it's actually it's funny because try to explain that to anyone um while well, their computer generated tomatoes 
cucumbers <laughs> yeah and they teach you biblical lessons and they sing and dance. oh so ridiculous yeah I loved it though religion's wild um oh, speaking God. of religion righteous gemstones season three <laughs> was announced today yes uh, comes out June 18th and I need to finish season two because I don't know why I stopped watching it. Like I just ended it on an episode and went to bed one day and I just I did the never press play again. Yeah. And it I wasn't that thing. it wasn't that I didn't like the show or thought that anything ha- like was stupid and I wasn't interested. I just never thought to keep watching it, I guess. I don't know. I know. Unfortunately, it's one of those shows that I just kind of forgot about until we started talking about it again. And then you showed me that the new season's coming out. So I'm like, okay, I have to go back, finish season two so I can get ready. I love that show. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's just so spot on. It is so spot on when it comes to Christianity, mega churches, religion, non-denominational. It is just, it's obviously satire, but so much of it is so close to what people are actually like in religion that it's just... It makes me laugh. It's fun. There's a huge church near my house. And if you drive by at like eight o'clock on a Sunday morning, the parking lot is completely full, Mm -hmm. like across the street. And this is like a big fucking church. Like, right. Like we literally drive by it and we're like, oh, righteous gemstones. And (laughs) they just bought like an empty lot beside. And it's like, um, run by you know whatever the church is called I don't even know the name of the church and this church always I always get flyers in the mail like they have these Saturday events where there's like carnivals there and stuff like it's literally real life righteous gemstones the last church I went to was like that they didn't have their own church so they would were doing it at like an elementary school on Sunday morning so we just set everything up and tear everything down every Sunday Um, and we did the same thing. We had bounce houses. We had, I mean, it's all to like pull people in, especially for like Easter. I think they put out like, because Denver's the mile high city, they had like 5,280 eggs because we're a mile above. Um, and so, I mean, like bounce houses, like those balls, those hamster balls you get in and run around face painters, like always they would have like Spider-Man come on a random Sunday morning. It's all about like, get people in here, get people in here. And it is, it's just like righteous gemstones. It's, I swear, it's just like that. It's wild. Like seeing the money that, that oh, it's, it's a whole thing. I don't want to like offend anyone and get into like, you know, mocking their I religion. do. I want to do a Patreon episode, maybe about like my experiences being a Christian and being in the church and why I decided to walk away from that. Um, but I have been wondering for several years now why there's all these documentaries and podcasts and investigations going into Mormonism, Latter-day Saints, this and that, and they will call them cults and they will accuse them of things. And it's like, when, and like Catholicism and everything, and it's like, when are they going to focus in on Christianity? Because it's no different. The things that are happening within Christianity are no different. Than what's happening in other places it's just a different thought process it's kind of interesting because they came out with that hillsong documentary and now they're kind of looking more into those types of things yeah i don't know i feel like 
like I said, I don't want to offend anyone, but like, I don't know the difference between like Christian and Catholic and Mormon. And I don't, I don't understand it. It's just difference in beliefs. And, you know, everybody thinks that their God and their religion is the correct one. So, but they all believe in the same God. It's just, they believe in like a different story, right? Not particularly because like Buddhists believe in Buddha and it's, it can be different. Like the Bibles are different. The but I'm talking about like different. specifically, like, let's just say these, the, the top four for me, which is like Catholic, Christian, Mormon, and like Jehovah's Witness. They all like yeah. believe in like God and Jesus, right? In general. Uh, okay. I think Mormons, oh God, this is going to, people are going to be hating me for this. I, I think that Mormons don't believe that. No, no, no. I know Jewish people don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe that Jesus came down. And so okay. that's why they don't celebrate Christmas because Christmas is supposed to be the celebration of Jesus being born and the three wise men bringing them get bringing him gifts as a baby, blah, blah, blah. But Jewish people don't believe that Jesus came down. And so they don't celebrate Christ- Christmas if they're practicing. So it can all be different things. Um, like the Mormon, the Book of Mormon has additional books of the Bible that Christianity like does not have. So I don't know. I don't want to get into all of it because I'm very ignorant when it comes to different religions. All I know is like what I was brought up in. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to continue seeing the investigations and the podcasts and the documentaries that come forward. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Another thing that was announced mere hours ago, which you know, I'm excited for this at least, is Terrifier 3 is officially in the works and oh my God. as early as November, they'll be start starting to film it, which is wow. wild. And uh, Damien Leone had this quote today saying, Terrifier 3 will be another boundary-pushing addition to the horror genre, continuing the no-holds-barred, uncompromising exploits. Fans of the franchise have come to expect and celebrate. If you thought Art the Clown's reign of terror in part two was extreme you haven't seen anything yet one of my main goals for terrifier three is to recapture the creep factor present in the original terrifier short film which by the way can be seen in all hallows eve um that was that had a genuinely spooky atmosphere that i'm still proud of if it all goes as planned part three will be the scariest terrifier thus far holy shit yeah, part two is pretty crazy. Um, I don't think I've ever seen All Hallows Eve before. I know it was a different art, the clown. It wasn't the same actor, right? Yeah, yeah that it was uh, Damien Leone's buddy who did that as a favor for him. Was it and good? It's 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 a weird movie. It's like it's like an anthology movie. So it's just right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's okay. It's not, if you want to sit down and watch an actual movie, it's not for you. But if you just want to watch like Art the Clown kill people. Yeah. And like I said, it's not, it's not the same Art the Clown. Uh, David Howard Thornton plays the role completely different and looks different. Uh, So it's not like a must see. Well, if they're starting, if they're starting to film it in November, we'll probably, I'm assuming we're going to get it in October of 2024. Yeah, yeah, they said 2024. And obviously, the budget's gonna be outrageous, a a good budget this time, because they made so much. So 
that's so exciting because <sighs> um when I watched the director's commentary on Terrifier 2, he was talking about so many things that he wanted to do and have art do, but they just didn't have the budget to do it. Mm. Like he wanted art, you know, the scene where, you know, spoiler, where art like chops the guy's dick off and then gets in the car and the girl's just in the car with him screaming and like mm -hmm. how they had coke there he said he like wanted art to rip a line of coke and then like drag the girl with the car after and I'm like that would have been so fucking good but I guess he just didn't have the budget or the means to do it they didn't have um, enough money for the coke so I guess not <laughs> so uh because David How Howard Thornton's a diva and he needed some real cocaine Right, um, yeah. but I don't yeah. want any smarties over here. Whatever. I wonder what they use this fake cocaine. Um, from what I heard from uh the movie Thirteen, when they're snorting pills, was oh, like amazing. Actual, it was like Tylenol or something. Oh, like it was something like a placebo pill, like sugar pills or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's gonna be good. I'm. I you know. It's probably gonna not be the cinematic masterpiece of us. That Tusk is. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> it's funny because earlier today Amanda sent us this like TikTok of a walrus. <laughs> and she's like, can you guess why this is showing up in my algorithm? <laughs> oh man. I love it. It's like one of my favorite inside jokes that we have. So, <laughs> I mean, when the second one comes out, like we're doing a full recap of Tusk. Yeah. When the second yeah, movie comes out, I, whenever that's supposed to happen. I wonder what the hell they're going to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for that. And then we were also talking earlier about um, the human centipede. Yeah. So the first one, I never thought the first one was scary. I thought it was like, I, I know it's, it's more a gross disgusting. Movie. Yeah. Cause I it's, know it's, it's a just gross like, movie. ew, 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 ew. Yes. Like that's, that's the exact reaction everyone has. Yes. But if, have you seen it more than once? Yes. Okay. So the first time that you watch it, and especially when it first came out, it was shocking. People were disgusted. I mean, and we, I feel like we hear this all the time now, like people were vomiting and leaving the theater. I feel like a lot of horror movies are saying that these days, but people were seriously disturbed by the human centipede. We'd never seen anything like it before, but on your second watch through, you will notice there's not a lot of gore in that movie. There's not a lot of gross shots. There's, it's all implied. And I think that that's one of the best things about that movie is that it evokes this feeling inside you and your stomach is churning and it's like a physical reaction that you're having. But if you think about it, you're not really seeing much. It's all in your head. A lot of it is left to your imagination. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that movie see a lot. Tusk reminded me a lot of the human centipede. Yeah, there were a lot of like parallels there. I like the third human centipede that's taken <laughs> place in like a prison, and uh, the prison guard like eats girls' clits. 
not off their bodies or anything, but he likes to chop them off and keep them in a little mason jar and just like munch on them as a snack. Like there's some chocolate covered M&Ms or something oh like that. Oh my God. I feel like I may have watched a little bit of that movie, like just the very <laughs> beginning and then just been like, uh, fuck this. I'm not watching this. Um, And I think I watched the second one because the second one was that weird guy in like the parking garage, right? He was like a parking garage attendant or um, something. I don't really remember the plot of the second one, but I remember <laughs> the plot <laughs> that baby scene. And I feel like the movie Mother like kind of took the same hmm. thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? God, I have not seen that since it first came out, so I can't really remember. But, you know, his whole thing, like the director, creator of that movie, his whole thing was like, this is the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. And that was like his whole point. It's like he wrote it all the way around that idea. Um, but I do like I do like the first one. So I don't know if I need to see the third one. Do you think that I do? <laughs> no, <Okay. laughs> not at all. Not I'll even just a watch little some bit. YouTube video about it. Have you watched Scream Six yet? No, and I knew that this was coming, and it was on my queue, and I, I just can't do it. It's so good. Just watch it. It's good. okay. I I will. I will. I saw that Jenna Ortega was caught smoking a cigarette last week. It's Ew. all over Twitter, and her fans are going insane. And then I just retweeted something that was like, "I don't have an opinion on her smoking because I'm a normal person." It's like Isn't she's a she... She's a 20-year-old girl. Like, let her fucking but smoke Didn't she start on Disney? Because that's probably why. Did she? I think she was a Disney girl. Oh, I didn't know or that. Or maybe on Barney or something. No, I feel like Barney... Selena Gomez was on Barney. That was like, Selena, that's, yeah. that's way past or way before her time. But like, Barney, was, Barney just ended or it's still on. or so, Yeah, she was a Disney girl. Well, whatever. She's 20 years old. Like, let her fucking drink a glass yeah, of wine and smoke a Disney cigarette. Disney people are weird. Disney people want you to stay. Like, remember how they threw a fit over Miley Cyrus? God forbid she had that pull on the ice cream card at the Teen Choice Awards. That, that controversy you. around that was insane <laughs> at the time. Yeah. I mean, the Disney people are strange. Um, but yeah, Scream 6, really good. And then um, speaking of the queue, something that we were so highly anticipating that just came out, The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. There's four episodes as we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. There are four episodes available on, I think that Max has merged with Discovery Plus. HBO Max and Discovery Plus have merged and so they created Max. So I'm going to get, be able to get rid of Discovery Plus, which will be nice. Um, and it's on Max and Discovery Plus. It's an ID channel show if you have cable, if you're still living in the 90s and you have cable. Um, I have but... cable. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you are a sports fan. Yeah, that's right? literally the okay. only reason. That's what I figured. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Curious Case of Natalia Grace I watched all four episodes and then I just told you that's not it. They're going to have to be coming out with more because it was not a finale at the end of four. Um, but you watched the first episode. What did you think? We were all abused. <laughs> um, uh, not, like, 
the first episode was insane as it was. I don't yeah. know what the fuck else happens. Um, the takeaways that I got from it were, first of all, the chick with the Kermit the Frog voice is in it. She was in like a Aaron Hernandez documentary that I watched. So I oh. called her out right away. Um, so she was supposed to be six years old, correct? Yes. Um, and then their first kind of clue that she wasn't actually six was that the mom was giving her a bath and she had like full blown pubic hair bush bush <laughs> and then she was like hiding her underwear that she was getting her period in um and mm -hmm. then so they were like okay this is weird and then they like took her to see a another girl with the same type of dwarfism that she had but that girl was actually six and was a lot younger a lot smaller the whole thing is just wild standing yeah. beside the, uh, beside their bed with a knife put pledge yep. in the mom's coffee yep but she's they said she tried to poison the mom two or three times um did they talk about the electric fence in the first episode i don't think so no okay so what do you think is she a full-grown woman or a young girl I think she's like 30. What? I see a 30-year-old in that in face. The, in the videos, the pictures, the those videos. Eyes, those eyes look like they've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. I totally disagree. I think, I don't think she was six. You know, and obviously everybody's body is different you can get your period you can mature at different times you can hit puberty at different times get your period Not how as old were you six. when you got your period 11 that's young so, I feel like I feel like of like the girls that I went to school with and that I knew I remember when I was 11 I had one friend who had her period and everyone mm -hmm. was like what you have your period like I feel like that's young like six like I don't really I think, think anyone's getting yeah. I don't think anyone's getting their period at six. You're no, just past kindergarten when here's you're here's what I think. I don't think she was six. I also don't think she was a full-grown woman. I think she was 14, 15, 12, who knows? Within that kind of that time frame, 12 or so. And maybe the adoption agency fudged with her records or to get her adopted easier yeah I don't know like or maybe I, I, it's almost like a gypsy rose situation where it's like gypsy rose did not know how old she was she thought she was like 16 and she was like 22 or some shit and so I think it's more of that situation that somewhere along the lines something was mixed up or messed up or whatever and she was more along the lines of like 12 to 15. Because when I look at the pictures and the videos, I see a child's face. And even though she's a little person and her limbs are different and all that, her face itself looks so young in a lot of those photos and videos. I do not think she was like a 25-year-old woman at all. Um, Does... Like I said, I only watched the first episode. So does anything come out in later episodes about the actual adoption agency? Because 
at one point the dad said like oh we flew to Florida and we went to this agency and it was like in a strip mall and it was really run down and we didn't even think we had the right address like he made it seem like this place was sketchy does anything more come out about that or that's just kind of brushed it off yeah so far I don't really remember anything else being said about it maybe uh Caitlin and Tyler's Bethany Christian services aren't as bad as we all thought now. (laughs) I know. And that's another thing. I'm like, is this a trafficking situation? Was this girl trafficked and then sold? That seems more believable to me than this weird rundown adoption agency because adoption in the U.S. is like no joke. It costs a lot of money. There's a lot of background checks honestly, this sounds like a trafficking situation. And they took this little person and they were like, hey, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to get that money and get this kid adopted if they think that she's six versus 14 or 15, who not many people want to adopt teenagers. And so I think that's what happened. Um, She may have known, she may not have known. So I I don't know. I'm so fascinated with the brother. Um, Mm -hmm. Why does he look like her? Like, even though she's adopted and he's their biological son, he had the exact same face as her. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And he's incredible, like a genius, a literal genius going to college at like 12 years old or something. Okay, I was going to ask why he had the Cody Brown like clipboards behind him that he was like scribbling on, like (laughs) had like notes on and like math equations on. He's a genius. Yeah. Like then, he was in all these magazines and articles oh and like, gosh. yeah, I, I need to know more about him because it's just his demeanor, how he talked about it. Like, obviously, this would fuck anybody up, but like he really seemed screwed up. And just the fact that he was like sleeping in the dad's basement on a mattress. I couldn't in, remember like, if they showed that in the first episode or not. But in yeah. an unfinished basement, like yeah. when you're this genius, like. He was super like clean cut when he was younger. Like I said, absolute genius going to college at like 12 years old or something in all these articles and in the newspaper in this and that. And now he's living in his dad's unfinished basement, sleeping on his bed down there with like wild, crazy hair. He seems incredibly like socially anxious and uncomfortable being on camera. Wow. This whole situation has done a number on him. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I do want to let you know just to hype you up and hopefully you can get caught up sooner. But he has a little bit of a Robert Durst moment. Okay. At the end of episode four. I'm, I will definitely be all caught up. Whatever is out by the next time we record. Okay. That's a that's a for sure because I I want to I'm going to watch it I just didn't have time today fascinating it's fascinating and it's and no who's gonna like how will we ever know the answer I don't even know if there's a way it's not like humans are not like trees where you can count the rings and figure out how old they are like I I don't know if we'll ever have a true answer to it oh my god have you ever forgot how old you were Oh, yeah. After I turned 30, I like couldn't remember how old I was anymore. It's weird to say that I'm 35. That is so fucking weird to me. I don't feel 35. I feel like 28. Same. 
same for sure um okay speaking of like crazy 12 year old girls with knives do you want to talk about this facebook video that i tagged you in oh my god i have so many questions that i will never get answered yeah um okay so what I'm talking about is I tagged Julie in this like police body cam footage video that came up on my Facebook. It's like 20 minutes long. It's all just like a whole body cam. Same. Um, This happened earlier this week in Oklahoma. If you literally just Google 12 year old girl stabs brother Oklahoma, like there's a hundred million articles that I actually think it happened in January but they released the footage now oh yeah so it did happen like more towards the beginning of of the year from and because of course I went down a rabbit hole of like articles and yeah what happened and what's going on it was crazy this 12 year old girl I guess in the middle of the night when her nine-year-old brother was sleeping just went into his room and stabbed him a bunch of times and in the then chest th- like went to her room and threw the knife out the window and the mom like heard him screaming like a loud crazy scream and thought he was having a nightmare and went in there and saw the blood like just like I can't even yeah. imagine and just the 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 girl on the cam- on the body cam footage was so fascinating to me because she was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking sorry. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. But then all of a sudden she just goes calm out of nowhere and she's like, you don't need the cuffs on me. Like, I'm a good kid. Oh, my God, I don't know what I did. Like, she is going in and out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so fucking scary because it's like what made her do this? Like she I mean, who knows how crazy or not this girl was before that. But like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so fucking scary that you can have a kid and they could be a legit psychopath like that. Like we need to talk about Kevin shit like that is terrifying. Yes. And so your initial thoughts when you saw the video, you think she's full of shit? Do you think she was acting or do you think she was legitimately genuine? Because you said she's going in and out a lot. She's panicking and then she's I felt for her at first. Yes, I still do. I still do feel for her because it's like there's something going on in her head. Mm -hmm. She clearly knows it wasn't right. It's not like she was walking out with a smile and was like smug about it it. or anything. Yeah. Or like stone faced. It was I don't know. I don't know what to feel because the whole thing's just crazy. Her mom comes out the front door and she's like, you stabbed him. How the, why the fuck would you stab him? And she was like, you better fucking hope that he lives. And I mean, just, and she's crying, mommy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know what I was doing. And yeah, I, I felt for her the entire time. Like my heart ached for her, for the mother who's just lost both of her kids in the same night. Like, and she does go in and out of panic. And then am I going to be able to go to school tomorrow? It's like, no, no, you're not going to school tomorrow. And I think it, I honestly think she had a psychotic break. I, it seemed like she 12 years old. It seemed like she completely blacked out, had some kind of crazy psychotic break, did this. and, And some people were saying, oh, she threw the knife out the window. She was calculated, blah, blah, blah. No, that was panic. Holy fuck. What did I just do? a panic reaction, a trauma reaction of like, get rid of this, throw it out the window. Uh, I think it was 
total, like maybe some real mental illness, like hiding underneath the surface. And she had a total break because they also show footage of the mother in the, like in the room with the police officers and they're talking to her and everything. And she says several times, I don't know why she would do something like this. I have never had a problem with her. She has never been violent. She has never been angry. She has never hurt anyone. I mean, this totally blindsided everyone. No one saw it coming. No history of mental illness. No history. They did say that she had some cuts on her arm that looked like older cuts, like they like she was self-harming. Um, but that doesn't mean you're gonna like kill someone in the middle of the night. Like it's devastating. Totally traumatic. I felt so bad for the mom. She was like sobbing, like they fight, but just like normal siblings fight, like yeah. not like this. Nothing like, has ever happened. It's never been violent ever. It's it's a wild video to watch. If, if anyone's up for it, just like I said, just Google that. It's in Oklahoma. The all the articles and footage will come up right away. Yeah. You won't have just a problem look up finding it at all. Stabs, brother. It will come up everywhere. It is like a 20, 24 minute video. I was fascinated by all of it and devastated at the same time. I mean, this poor mom, it's not like she did anything wrong. She wasn't ignoring signs. It wasn't a, we need to talk about Kevin's situation where the entire life this child has been terrifying. This was out of the blue one night. I mean, awful, awful. So sad. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to need to go. We're going to need to put in a trigger warning, I think, um, at the beginning of the episode and timestamp this. Okay. So, um, Can we switch to something a little more lighthearted please. out of the blue as I like to do? <laughs> I like to just switch. Yes, you know. please. Have you watched the P- the new P. Davidson show, uh, Bup Kiss, yet? Not yet. It's in my queue. Is it good? So I only watched the first episode. Only the second came out today. Because they're getting oh, released I thought it like weekly here. No, in okay. in the states, I think you can watch all of them, but in Canada, they're getting released weekly. Okay. So I watched the first episode, and I fucking loved it. I'm gonna watch every episode as they okay. come out. It's like dark comedy vibes, which is oh, my favorite. My and favorite. Edie Falco plays Pete Davidson's mom, which is okay. incredible. And Joe Pesci plays his grandfather. And um, it's just so fucking funny. It's so good. He just pokes fun at himself the whole time because he plays himself, essentially. Right. Yeah. Um, Like he's famous in the show. And um, it's good. I, I loved it. It was only 20 minutes long or something. So okay. short episodes. Okay. I'm going to need to watch that. Trust me. I, yeah, I wish I could trailer, binge it. The trailer looks weird. And weird can go one of two ways for me. Weird can be like, tusk like it's one of my favorite things ever or weird can be like that was stupid for me can go in either direction um but I do I love dark comedy too like that's my favorite I love shit that should not be funny I think that's why we both love terrifier so much like there's some of the darkest stuff that is so funny in terrifier one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies is funny people it's like ever like I remember when that movie came out like leaving the theater and everyone being like that was the worst movie because the trailer (laughs) made it seem like it was going to be like this 
comedy and then it ended up being so dark I'm like that was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time like yeah I love, I love dark comedies we should do an episode or a segment about like un- underrated movies or movies that other people hated that we loved oh I thought you were gonna say our favorite Adam Sandler movies because I'd be down <laughs> for that list too <laughs> that too that too although I'm um, not a huge Adam Sandler fan because he does have very like in your face comedy and I typically am not huge on that I like more of the dark comedy like little things here and there versus big, like big literally daddy in your face oh that movie is so fucking good it is a classic yeah. like I I will sob every single time at mm-hmm. that but I wipe my own ass I wipe my own ass <laughs> all the Sprouse brothers yes so cute or we wasted the good surprise on you (laughs) I have not seen that in forever but I keep telling myself I need to rewatch it yes you do classic he's so hot in it too uh probably yeah Adam Sandler that was him in his prime what a just underrated person in general yeah yeah he made that Jack and Jill movie and everyone forgot he existed Oh my god. Well, no, then he did he's done a couple of those murder mystery movies on uh Netflix. Oh, and Uncut Gems. And Uncut Gems. So good. So good. Okay, I never I couldn't finish it. I got like a third or halfway through it and I was like this fucking sucks and I turned it off and never finished it. Are you serious? Yeah. I was so into that movie. It like I made my felt- heart race the whole time. I felt like a prude because I was like, all he he said the word fuck like 500 times in the first 20 minutes. And so I felt kind of prudish about that. But I was just like, I don't. What's the hype? Maybe I should try again. Oh, it's so good. His performance is like incredible. And in I love that movie. Yeah. Um. OK, a couple other things that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Yellow Jackets finale. Horrible. I'm not caught up Horrible. to that. Ugh, what a Okay, well don't was, it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I'll just say I loved the season, hated the finale, and um I heard through the grapevine on another podcast that apparently Yellow Jackets is gonna be a five season show. What? How do they have that much storylines and content for five seasons? I don't oh, get they're it. They're gonna they're gonna bring it out I don't wow I don't know I didn't if think that's there true, was gonna but... be a second I thought it was just like one of those limited series like sharp objects or something like that where it's like one season that's it it's over um I don't know it might have been better if they did it that way but I think I'm like two or three episodes into this season I did get started but I'm not far into it yet. How many episodes are there? Like eight or something? Nine, which is weird oh, because wow. last week you said it was going to be the finale. And I was like, no, because that's episode nine. Like, why wouldn't they make it 10 episodes? Is that just my OCD? Like, probably it needs to be 10 yeah. episodes. I'm know. still super stoked about Cruel Summer. And that's one that you never watched, right? No, but I want to. And that was, I, I think that was an ABC family. So you probably have that on Hey You or I have to, whatever. I have to buy it. I have to oh. like buy the season on YouTube. YouTube. Um, well, depending on how much it is, it's probably worth it. But when does, when does the new season come out? Because I I'll, think wa- it I'll was try to watch it before not then. Not until like later in the summer, I think. Oh, okay. 
but I'll have to double check on that. But well, I will just so I can, you know, fit in with the Joneses. And I think Cruel Summer is going to be um, the second season, I think, is going to be a completely different story with different characters. Oh, which is okay. Fine. But yeah, the first season was really good. I would love to talk to you about that. Okay, I'll watch it. I have a list. I also, um, did you ever end up watching that series uh, Candy with Jessica Biel? Yeah, I didn't love did, it though. Did you watch the the version with Elizabeth Olsen, like the love and death, Elizabeth Olsen and Jesse Plemons? It's the same story. No, is it better? Well, I didn't watch either of them. But, but now that I know the story and I watch the trailers and everything, I, and I like Elizabeth Olsen and Jesse Plemons. Oh, I love Jesse Plemons. Yeah. I want to, I want to watch it. But so I was just wondering if you've, because I remember when Candy came out, you were like asking me about it, if I was going to watch it. I watched it. I didn't love it. Um, thought it was okay. But, and then, um, Jesse Plemons, I, I think I'm pretty sure he's in Midsummer Cause I started, I was watching that again the other night. Now you've seen that one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you watched it more than once? I don't think so. No. Okay. I highly recommend watching that again because as you know, that movie and, you know, Ari Aster, everything is huge on symbolism mm-hmm. and, I truly believe, I think you would really like it to watch it a second time because there's a lot, even though I think I only got like a third of the way through before I got tired and went to bed, I started noticing all kinds of little things, things in the background, things that are like foreshadowing, just things that I completely missed the first time around. So I definitely think you should watch it again. Okay. I will. I know that he has a new movie that just came out that I've heard was like incredible. Um, oh yeah, he's in, talk about an underrated actor. Jesse Plemons, absolutely. Uh, he's been fr- in a lot of stuff. But. Friday Night Lights. It's it's actually hilarious because I saw a tweet that was like the last time the writer strike happened. Uh, Jesse Plemons on Friday Night Lights like killed somebody and lit a car on fire like it was the stupidest storyline <laughs> ever and I'm like that is not I didn't remember that <laughs> Jesus oh you don't remember when Landry killed the guy because he like attacked uh what's no. what's her face the the girl that he I can't even think of her name um anyways okay I did not remember that but holy shit that is quite a storyline Friday Night Lights the first two seasons were so good and then I think it was season two it it just it just I loved the whole entire series the first time I watched it through but then when I tried to rewatch it recently I think it was season two where it ends off with like Jason Street knocking up that random waitress and she like wants to get an abortion and then he like convinces her to keep the baby and he's like I never thought I'd be able to have a baby because I'm in a wheelchair so like you have to keep this baby and then she's like you were a one night stand like you're not gonna convince me to keep a baby like this is the rest of my life and he's like no you have to and then she's like fine I will and we'll work it out and be together and then the show after I saw that and I'm like okay I'm not ever watching this show again that was the <laughs> stupidest thing that could have ever happened <laughs> um I I love I remember loving the whole series but 
if I watched it again, I probably would feel like, no, this is not that great. I just remember loving that show. There's a really hilarious moment with Michael B. Jordan, because of course he's in the last season of that show, uh, where the hot coach is like, son, you ever play football? He's like, yeah, Madden. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I fucking love Michael B. Jordan. He's so fucking hot. He's a celebrity that doesn't have haters. There's like certain celebrities that nobody hates and he's one of them it's just so beautiful he's so fucking beautiful yeah he's hot um fan myself now (laughs) but i was gonna say one thing that i love jesse plemons in in is um you've seen game night right it's uh jason sudeikis and it sounds Rachel for McAdams, but um, he plays is it like, old kind of. Yeah, it's from 2018. But he plays Gary, he's and he's fun. like one. Of, he's like the neighbor that they never invite to game night because he's like weird, and he's like a security officer, or a cop, or something, and they don't want to invite him. But he kind of like finagles his way in there, and I just think he's really funny in that in that movie. I just love him. Isn't he married? Who's he married to? Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. That always blows my mind when I think about it. Why? I don't know. They just don't seem like they would be together. I don't know. Why is that, Julie? <laughs> I just because okay, I think of Kirsten Dunst, I think of um Bring It On, I think of Crazy Beautiful. I love that. How movie. hot was that movie with Jay Hernandez? Oh, my god i watched i watched that again not too long ago does it hold up i liked it yeah nice it's always um, exciting when something you loved as a teenager still holds up the virgin suicides oh my god so iconic i haven't seen that oh my god i haven't seen that forever that was a very controversial movie i love uh that movie Mm-hmm. yeah she was definitely an it girl for quite a while Oh, yeah. One of the things that I remember the most about Kirsten Dunst is that she never wore a bra. Not in movies, not on red carpets. Same with Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) I've never noticed that before. Oh, like every episode of Friends. She's like breaking glass. They did it on purpose on Friends. (laughs) They probably had her sitting there with like cans of soda on her nips. I never wear a bra either. Like today I, I wore to. a dress without a bra. Hey. I just got a bag of uh, stuff delivered from Shein today. So hopefully it's decent. Had to get some work clothes. Gotta love fast you fashion. Ever from there? I've never ordered from Shein before. Okay. Um, but I've ordered from like Fashion Nova and Zaffle. I know. I feel I was talking to somebody about that recently and they're like, oh, you know. They're sweatshop workers, blah, blah, blah. And I think about it and I'm like, all of your clothes comes from overseas. Just because you buy it from Kohl's or or Walmart or Target does not mean it's made in the USA based on a livable wage. What happens is that these big corporations buy their clothing from overseas, get them here, and then charge 20 times for that or 50 times or 100 times what they paid for and make a profit. So I always, 
I always have this conversation with my friend because I'm a fast fashion girl, like, you know, Charlotte Russe, whatever. Mm -hmm. We have our Canadian versions of that. And I love crossing the border and going to like Windsor and Charlotte Russe and all those stores too. Windsor's Um, still open? Windsor's still open. I'm actually, I think I'm going to cross the border next week and go there. I don't know if it's open in the U.S. It's open in uh, Niagara Falls, New York really i was there like a month ago and windsor was open um, i legitimately cannot remember the last time i saw windsor somewhere uh but i always have this conversation with her because she hates fast fast fashion and she's like it's so bad for the environment because someone you'll buy like a dress or a pantsuit or something and wear it one night and it the quality's so shit that you have no choice but to throw I it literally out literally have never and done that the environment gets like you know filled with all of these clothes and she's like that's why you should just invest in statement pieces and I'm like no because I'm cheap yeah and I just want a pair of shorts to wear for the summer or like whatever and I don't want to spend a hundred plus dollars on them sorry yeah yeah and honestly I have stuff in my closet that's like cheap fast fashion or you know this shirt's from Walmart that's mostly where I get my stuff is like Walmart Old Navy that's all fast fashion. I've had that stuff for years. I've had it for a long time. There's, I don't think there's ever been a time where I wore something once and then threw it away. But, and then also the thing about, I mean, I definitely have, but I've donated. Yeah. But like, it wasn't like just falling apart. So you threw it away. But, and then this thing about like sweatshops and stuff like that. Okay. Does that sound bad from an American's point of view? Yes. But these people and children, it's not uncommon for people in third world countries for their children to be working at a very young age, whether that's standing on the corner in a shop and helping their family sell things or working in a factory, you are providing jobs and money and like, roof over someone's head and food for their family to eat even though it's less than what an American would require to live I think we would be doing a disservice by I I feel like I'm going to get canceled on this statement but if we took the if we took those jobs away that would be devastating to those families I mean, I honestly don't even know anything about sweatshops, but I will say that all I know is that um, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful on mm-hmm. Dragon's Den and Shark Tank, he would always say to people when they're like, you know, our business is American made and we only have Americans working for us. And that's uh, that's the pride. And he goes, why? When you can just get it from China for five cents a piece. <laughs> I think that's, it's that's another like advice. it's a mutually beneficial thing is you know like we are as North Americans getting fast cheap fashion and they in a third world country are earning a wage to support and feed and clothe their families so you know and I think the thing is from people from America kind of see it as oh well you've got children working in factories for five cents an hour well five cents an hour in America of course is nothing five cents an hour in a third world country could be a dinner you know what I mean like so it's just I don't know 
I mean, I wouldn't go that far to say that, but well, not five. Se- I'm sure they're making I, more than I, five. Cents, I get your point. You know it's... what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. So. Um, to completely change the subject, as Please I do, do because I feel like I'm digging myself deeper and deeper into a hole of cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> I know that last time I brought this up, you were not into it at all, but now that you're into Vanderpump, I'm wondering if um if you'll be a little more excited for it because I'm so fucking excited this month like this Monday coming up is going to be the premiere of that stars on Mars show where it's like a (laughs) Mars simulation but the cast is incredible Tom tell me the cast again Tom Schwartz Portia Williams who's my favorite housewife of all time from Atlanta okay Marshawn Lynch um for those who don't know who Marshawn Lynch is he's basically like a uh, former NFL player. He used to play for the Buffalo Bills. He played for the Seattle Seahawks. He played for a lot of teams, but he's famous uh, for doing those interviews where he wasn't answering questions. And he's like, I'm only here so I don't get fined. Uh, he's got like a wild <laughs> personality. Him, yeah. Ronda Rousey. Okay. Christopher Mince Pees, aka McLovin. I was going to say McLovin? Tanashi, underrated okay. superstar. Pop star, yes. Like, just such a random cast of characters in there and I'm no, excited not actually sending them to Mars this is all like simulation right so William Shatner is like the host of the show or whatever okay and it's I watched the trailer today it's he says it's the most realistic simulation of being on Mars there why is. the fuck is Lance Bass not on that because he never got his chance to go to space Honestly, I think they probably asked Lance Bass and he was probably like, I'm too good for this bullshit. So they asked Tom Schwartz instead. (laughs) That's a possibility. Um, I'll watch an episode. I'll watch. Where where did you say that's going to be? It's going to be on Fox. On Fox. Okay. So I'll have to find out where that streams at. Probably Philo, I think. But um, it sounds ridiculous. Uh, but it could be interesting and it actually might be something that I could get Ryan to watch with me because he's a space nerd. He wants, he wants to go to Mars, like legitimately. And I was telling him like, you would leave me behind to go to Mars and never come back, wouldn't you? And I really think that given the chance he would. If you had the chance to go to space, would you? Fuck no. Yeah, I don't no, think I would either. No, that shit is scary. Fuck I like that. to think that I would. Like, I like to think of myself as the type of adventurous person, I'd but I'm really not. I'd be claustrophobic. I'd be bored. Yeah. I'd be losing my mind. Five five seconds after that rocket launch, I'd be like, <laughs> fuck, Vanderpump Rules is on tonight. Why didn't I just stay home? I know. <laughs> I'd be, like, sick of eating that powdered shit all the time. Fuck that. Hell no, I ain't going. I feel the same way about Mars as I do about um making and afraid i'm like you motherfucker you would leave me behind and never come back just because you want to be in mars and whatever you want to go to mars you want to go to africa naked and get shit crawling up your pee hole good for you go have a good time i'm staying right here (laughs) i watched one episode of this show that i've never heard of before over the weekend similar to naked and afraid but they're not naked it's called alone and I've seen a couple episodes of that. Okay, okay. so you know the concept. So they I drop... didn't like I don't like it as much as Naked and Afraid. Okay, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of Naked and Afraid. But now I want to after seeing the show because the show was wild. They basically just drop 
people off like literally in the middle of nowhere with 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 camera equipment like Mm -hmm. 60 pounds worth of camera equipment that they have to film themselves on and they get like I don't know five objects or something that they can bring like if they want to bring like a crossbow or something to hunt with and they're just out there with like wild animals and stuff like Mm -hmm. the the season and the episode that I watched they were in like I don't know somewhere in like the friggin mountains of Canada and there was like Mm -hmm. a lynx and the lynx was like staring this fucking bitch down and she was like that's a lynx what do I do and she was just like I'll just stare at it back and I'm like how can you be so (laughs) calm and then she's like you know Canada has like an endangered species act so I can't kill that it's lucky Mm -hmm. and then there's like an old man who thought he was like shit and he like fell and broke his leg and had to like get carried off first it was Uh so funny Uh because he was like the cockiest person um I I I have to admit like when I first heard of or started watching Naked and Afraid I thought it was like ridiculous like why do I need to look at this person's butt crack while they're climbing a rock right (laughs) it is fucking fascinating it is such a good show and they just started a spinoff called um Naked and Afraid Last One Standing highly recommend trying that if you haven't watched anything or the Naked and Afraid XL challenges Because typically on regular Naked and Afraid, it's a 21-day challenge. The XL challenge is usually usually like 40 days to 60 days. And the last one standing, which is what we're currently watching right now, is like 40 or 45 days. The reason I like last last one standing is because that is a competition. And they've never done a competition before. So it's interesting to see the personalities you know, they start off in groups of two. You can only tap, be medically tapped and have your partner stay. But if you choose to leave, your partner has to leave too. So you could sabotage someone else by leaving yourself. Um, and typically on Naked and Afraid, you only get to, to go out there with one primitive survival tool and you're naked. That's it. You're naked. You have a map, you have a bag, you have your one item could be a knife, could be a primitive bow. I mean, it's it's interesting. And they'll take them all kinds of places. Africa, the swamps of Louisiana, you know, the mountains of Colorado. They had a season in Alaska, which was like the most boring season ever because it was so cold. The whole season was just them like basically starving and trying to stay warm in their shelter. <laughs> Why would anyone so cool. want to do this? Like... I would I would never every time we watch it Ryan's like I want to do this and I'm like go for it I'll be here with my heated blanket in bed watching you on tv (laughs) thinking that you're crazy no thanks yeah fuck that no I don't no thank you yeah not my uh not my type of thrill seeking my biggest fear like I don't even like to wear shorts out in the woods I don't want something to crawl into my vagina that is like my biggest fear yeah I can't imagine being naked and like well I don't I don't know if they like would film around this but like what if you have your period I think um I think I asked Ryan about that I think they give them tampons but you never see them because all it's all blurred but they, I don't think I don't even know if but like what do they do with them before. just chuck them in the woods but what like, would that like attract mm, bears maybe they give them like a trash can or something for that I don't know a bear proof can maybe 
God, Jesus Christ. I don't know. It doesn't sound good to me. Yeah. Oh. You got anything I mean, else? I mean, we can talk about 90 Day Fiance because it's finally oh, over. Whatever. I know. Oh, next week starts uh, before the 90 days. So I would say the other way and before the 90 days are my two favorite iterations of 90 Day. So I'm excited for that. But I haven't even looked up the cast or anything. I don't even know who's going to be on it. Have you looked at any of that? No, but I'm down to watch. I mean, I like the show. I just feel like it drags out. It does. Like the episodes do not need to be two hours. And you know what? Friggin' TLC, if you're going to make these episodes two hours, at least put them on Discovery Plus on Sunday mornings like yeah. you used to. Because exactly. I used to like, even like with Sister Wives, like I used to wake up every Sunday morning and like throw it on while I was like eating my breakfast, having my coffee. And even if I didn't finish it, then it would be so easy to just finish the rest of it later. Okay, like, put on the love to hate live stream. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Those were the no, I know days. they don't do that. That was that was weird that they changed that up this season. But yeah, I haven't looked at the cast yet, but I do typically love before the 90 days. Um, this the reunion, I don't know why the hell it was three parts. I learned nothing in any of it. Sean Robinson is an awful, awful reunion host. I want Andy Cohen in there. He's gonna ask the real fucking questions. He's gonna be like, Chris, how much meth were you doing for those five months that you were? Back in Alabama. No, this is Andy because Andy's so passive aggressive. He's like, So you're telling me you weren't on drugs? <gasps> okay. That's the type of shit Andy does. It's so funny because uh, the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion uh, part one aired last night. And I saw on Twitter somebody was like, My favorite part of watching Housewives reunions is just like watching Andy's body language and trying to figure out who's not coming back next season. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I yeah we need him he's i'm fucking stoked for oh, this oh uh, I, two two Vander more things Pump about thing. two more things about andy before we move on to 90 day um okay. one he because you know how he hosted the kardashian reunion i think you and i did an episode yes. on it actually um yes. he was he did a podcast and he was talking about that and i already knew this but he just confirmed that they had like a full like hour long conversation about beauty standards and plastic surgery and everything. And yes. Kim told him in the conversation, we're not going to air this. So it doesn't matter what we say because they have final say oh. over everything. They're all producers on the show. And then the podcast host was like, oh my God, we need like an Andy Cohen cut of that. And he's like, yeah, but they have the tapes. Like, but yeah, that's, that's what happened. And then the other thing, I don't, I think it was the same interview, but uh, obviously he was asked about Scandaval and he was like and I 100% agree with Andy come for me if you want but he was like you know Tom Sandoval made a mistake that he's probably going to regret for the rest of his life with mm -hmm. the amount of hate and backlash that he got but the way that people are coming after him is insane like he's mm -hmm. a reality star it's you know it's it's horrible what he did but he didn't kill anybody he didn't murder anybody. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we, we need to, we need to just, 
you know, not send him death threats and leave bad reviews on his restaurants. And let's, if you don't like him, then don't support him. Like all yeah. these people are going to his shows and mm-hmm. yelling team Ariana and holding up signs. You're warm with a mustache. And it's like, you do know you're still giving him your money by right. going to the show. Yeah. It's crazy. And I mean, it just, it kind of reminds me of some of the crazy people who stalk reality show stars i mean that's kind of what it reminds me of there are people out there who will drive by people's houses or follow them into restaurants or take photos of them without them knowing that is just so freaking creepy to me um regardless of how much i love the show or i'm interested by it you will never catch me fucking stalking one of these people or like going out of my way to make a big fuss in person. Oh, if I, if I was in LA, I would go to Schwartz and Sandy's. I would go to Tom, Tom. I'd go to sir. I'd go to, I would do a whole fucking tour and do everything. Well, you wouldn't go there and throw some, throw a drink in their face. No, I would go there and I would be like, I would like, if I saw anyone from the show, I would ask them to take a picture with me Mm -hmm. and that's it. But I would not follow anybody, um, you know, film them without their knowledge or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Like that's so fucking weird. It's weird. Very weird. It's sick. There's a lot of people like that out there and it blows my mind every time I hear of an instance like that. Man, the creepiest thing that I did was friggin' drive by Justin Bieber's house and push lich, push punch lich, Ontario. I can never say it, and you can't even <laughs> see his fucking house because so it's like far away, it off and every yeah. There's yeah. like bushes and there's so many signs that's like this house is under security. Not that How, I would yeah. actually park my car, but it's just like oh cool, he he lives there. You know, yeah. he could possibly yeah. be there right now. But to even like on Teen Mom, I remember. Uh, like Chelsea at one point saying like people have like knocked on her door and like asked her to like into their house once someone broke into their house she said that um someone knocked on her door when she was pregnant with Watson and asked her to touch like her pregnant stomach oh my god yeah what's wrong with people yeah I mean it's I could never handle that man I'd be all stoned answering the door like no way (laughs) what (laughs) yeah no it's crazy I can't believe that there are people that exist like that out there and there's a lot of people that encourage them too it's so weird to me yeah it's very uh, strange it's weird um okay for the 90 day thing I have like two not really gossip but just things I saw on the internet about the cast this season Okay. The first is that Nicole and Mahmoud are still together. Did you see this? Like mm-hmm. he flew into LAX and I was going to say, I heard that they were seen together in the I US. saw the video. Yeah. She okay. has like red hair now, like her hairstyle is still the same, but it's, it's red. And she like ran up to him and jumped in his arms and were they so, filming? I don't, I didn't see camera crews. Like this okay. was taken from like, uh, someone's cell phone like a fan or something that spotted them potentially a stalker um (laughs) and the other kind of insight and after watching this part of the tell-all I find this fascinating is that Danielle recently flew back to Dominican to see Johan and he didn't pick her up from the airport (gasps) 
was in that their apartment ghosted her and she went on live like I don't know Instagram live or something and she was smoking a joint like all stressed out being like he ghosted me da 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 like he's nowhere to be found or seen and after seeing this tell-all air I'm like oh he wasn't fucking around he was was serious but she treated him like shit the whole fucking time and then just thought that she was going to get away with it. And he had had enough. Like sometimes people will let you push and push and push until you get to that last fucking point. And they're like, done. And they cut you off and they fucking mean that shit. So. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have treated your husband like shit on national television all that time. I mean, he told her multiple times, like, this is a boundary for me. I don't, you know, even though you think this is normal, I don't think it's normal. And I don't want you to hang out with this guy. And she laughed in his face and was like, it's my way or no way. Yeah. And you know what? Some people have that personality that it's like, it's my way or no way. Uh, You know, Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules is one of those people. (laughs) And those people- those people just need to be with somebody who's going to follow them around or just be like a little puppy dog which is fine that works for some people but it's you know johan's not that guy johan wants to dominate the relationship and he's not going to do that with her i think that they had good sex but they like hate each other like hate each other's personalities i think he was willing to put up with a lot of shit to get to the u.s and then once he figured out we're not going to the u.s he was like fuck this i'm out it's not yeah. worth it anymore. Yeah. Um, so I think that there's a big double standard when it comes to their relationship because a lot of people will be quick to call him controlling. But like you said before, he was just setting a boundary and he explained to her, this is my boundary. I am not comfortable with this. I do not want you to do this. And if you do this, there will be repercussions. There will be massive damage to our relationship. And she did it anyways. And if the woman, if if the tables were turned and this was a woman saying, this is my boundary. I'm not comfortable with this. This is really going to damage our marriage. And a man went and did it anyways. People would be losing their minds over that. Yeah. Huge double standard. Like, obviously, I don't know the history between uh, these Tim and Veronica people, but, you know, for some reason, they they made them part of the tell-all. So they came out, and I guess they're in a similar situation where, like, they were together, but now they're friends. And even they were like, oh, if we're in a relationship and the other person, like, doesn't want us to hang out, like we understand that and we don't hang out but I also think it's different with them because like their friendship is clearly business at this point because they do the show yeah. together so it's it's a little well, bit they've different been friends but still. for a long time and there was no reason for her to have to continue this relationship with Taylor. he's some dude she used to bang during quarantine 
Is that relationship so important to you that you would sacrifice your marriage over it? Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing. It's her husband. She's married to this guy. It's not like he's her uh, Dominican fling. Yeah. It's like this is the person you're trying to spend the rest of your life with. You need to uh, listen to them a little bit. Get your priorities straight. What's more important to you? (laughs) Oh, I fucked Taylin for a couple months in 2020. Or like, I married this man. Pick one. Jesus. Insane. She's a piece of work. But honestly, though, she's entertaining for TV. Oh, yeah. She's Uh, great TV because we all love to hate her. Yeah. Johan's done, though. Mm-hmm. I love though like I want to I'm actually going to try to find that Instagram live I mean I'm sure the whole thing's probably recorded somewhere I just want to see her like sitting in their apartment smoking a joint like well Johan <laughs> is gone <laughs> yeah well <laughs> gotta call you Bubba told her on the reunion once this lease is up I'm the fuck out of here he is hot enough that oh, yeah. he will find an American woman that will bring him here doesn't he have an OnlyFans already? Oh, yeah. He's had one. That's why Debbie right. was like, you're always going to be known as the guy with the big ding dong. Not a because bad thing to be known only. for, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I'm being honest. So. <laughs> there are way worse things to be known for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did think it was kind of nice to see uh, Gabe and Monica fix their shit. Yes. I was the worst communicator ever. I was genuinely surprised by her. Um, She wasn't as big of an asshole as I thought she was going to be on this reunion. Uh, She looked banging in her dress. Oh, my God. Yeah, I loved that dress. I loved that color. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that she maybe saw the footage back or heard their side of the story, like Isabel's side of the story. I think it genuinely hit her when Isabel was like my mom made you a dress to wear mm-hmm. to the wedding I think that that's what like tugged at her heart a little I think she bit she felt like a total asshole for not showing up when she heard that well she should feel like an asshole because it's like come on yeah but at the same time would they not have wedding. done a fitting for her they have to make sure the dress fits like it's a it's a you know you it just was so strange to me that she didn't know the colors of the wedding she didn't know the mom made a dress she never tried it on had it altered like what there was like zero communication about this wedding it seems yeah you're right I don't know you can't you it's not like going into a David's bridal and grabbing something off to the rack and throwing it on but like if someone makes a dress for you they need to know your measurements. You need to do a fitting. So, like, how did all of that not happen? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Isabel just said that to like get her to cry. So, because remember, she said like my mom was up all night with the dresses and finishing things, and she said that during the show, the episode, the finale. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, like whatever, it was nice to see them make up. Uh, I I still don't like 
when people's like family members try to fucking get involved in the relationship just like Mahmoud's fucking goof brother I wanted to fucking go through my tv and fucking bitch slap the shit out of both of these fucking when they were laughing well and then he's I don't like, understand I... how Nicole can look at that and be like yeah I want to go home and have sex with him so like I would look at that and be like bro you're a clown like, I that's typically such a turn off liked Mahmoud's brother but as soon as he said like I told Nicole I'm her brother before I'm his I was like oh this guy's totally full of shit that is such bullshit what are you talking about you met her a couple years ago and you're saying that she comes first that is total and complete clown. bullshit clown yeah These and then they're sitting there laughing to like manipulate and fucking uh-huh and then manipulate women put women down so fucking far that they don't yep. think that they can get anyone better that they have to be like mm-hmm. okay you're stuck with me therefore you better cover your whole fucking body up or else you're not worth anything to me like i have no idea why she flew this fucking clown to the states why she's gonna try to give him a better life like she's a beautiful girl she seems like she's very smart her self-esteem is just in the fucking trash yeah which speaking and- of totally off topic sorry i oh, saw that mgk and megan fox were hanging out again and i'm like that's mm-hmm. another woman who's like i listened to her uh beyond the blinds episode that's another fucking woman who's so gorgeous and talented and her taste in men is so rash yeah it's like bitch like you can literally get any guy you fucking want oh yeah yeah um I was gonna say it's too much of a coincidence for me this Chinese woman talking to Mahmoud about selling a tv or something the fact that Ahmed's wife is Chinese is way too much of a coincidence to me I feel like maybe she's a friend of his wife's or I think they had something to do with that connection. I don't know. Ooh, I didn't even That's, think of that. It's just too much of a coincidence for me. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but either way, why is he talking to a girl and then laughing about it after? Like, and it, then why do you want to? be with him when he just embarrassed you on one of the most popular reality shows like I just what do they have foundationally in common nothing she's like I'm gonna wear my hair and my clothes the way I want to and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks he's like you have to be a traditional Muslim woman it's not like they laugh and love and they have all this hot sex and their chemistry is off the wall. And like, it doesn't seem like any of that is going on. So I, it does not make sense. It doesn't make sense why she would sacrifice everything she believes in and he would have to make sacrifice. It, I don't get it. What is there? I mean, the only thing that I can think of is that her self-esteem is so low that I don't know he makes her feel some type of way and makes her feel like she can't do anything better it's like it's abuse I wouldn't be surprised if he physically abused her like we saw him grab her arm that was crazy I mean grabbing an arm and she did push him first though so like I understand the immediate reaction I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that he did physically abuse her he definitely uh 
emotionally uh, abuses her. Yeah. Well, and speaking of abuse, the whole, the clip with Jamie and Chris, where you see her fucking shove Jamie from that uh, van and everybody watches the clip and they go, ooh, and nobody fucking says anything about it. I was listening to something earlier today. It had to be another podcast or a video or something. And they said that Debbie was on live or on something. And she said the reason no one went in on Chris is because they were specifically told not to be harsh on her because they had concerns about her mental health. Well, then she shouldn't be on the TV show. She's a walking symptom. Like, like you can't always film something wrong a with TV her. show like this, and then all of a sudden, like you, our morals are going to come into play. Yep. Like, no, that's not what reality TV is about. Like, I'm sorry. There's now. Do you believe mil- Chris and her mom, or do you believe Jamie about the I amount of money Jamie. that was sent? Me too. Jamie Jamie pulled up the receipts. Chris doesn't have any receipts because, quote, the bank closed her account because they thought someone stole her identity. And it's like, first of all, the bank doesn't just close your account like that. They'll freeze it. if They'll freeze it, but they don't just fucking shut it down because they think someone stole your identity. Well, and the reason that her mom was sending PayPal's is probably because she had some kind of thing with PayPal where she couldn't get an account through them anymore. Like maybe there was a fraudulent transaction or maybe her account was in the negative for however long and PayPal shut it down and was like, you can't have an account with us anymore because you can fucking set up a PayPal account in three minutes. So why would she have to transfer money to her mom, have her mom send it to Jamie unless she could not get an account? And that is kind of crazy. Yeah. She's a liar. She's a fucking weirdo and a liar. She's a drug addict. addict. Absolutely. And she just wants to play like innocent. And Debbie's over there going, saying that Jamie's a predator. It's like, wow, says you're the only person on the planet that thinks that but okay so weird yeah it's like i don't know i'm pretty sure if jamie was gonna play an american for some money she could have she's a little smarter than that she could have found someone who actually is gonna send her money she could have found herself a ben as in like ben and mahogany yeah (laughs) she could have found someone like that you know she says on the show, you don't see me asking her for shoes or clothes. She never took me shopping. Like, yeah, we didn't see any of that. Any of it. Yeah. It, it's insane. It, Jamie or Chris is a crazy person. Jamie, you need to get your ass in therapy. Why did you choose this person? And I'm sorry, Jamie is not cheating if Chris ghosts her for a month. Your relationship is over. That's not cheating. Yeah. I mean, Chris is just grasping for straws. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My favorite (sighs) part was when they were like asking everyone how they felt about it. And then when it got to Osama, he was like, I tried to understand, but I just don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, Um, us too, Osama. And we speak English and we still don't understand it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, That's all it. I mean, besides Jen yelling at Rishi, if your mom ever brings up my age again, we will never speak again. Never. She needs to go to therapy too. She is very sensitive about her age. Like too sensitive. 
I know. Under- try to understand that it's a different culture. My God, people. It's not like know. being in the U.S. It's not the same. I just don't understand these people like yelling at men thinking that like you yelling at them is going to like change everything that they've ever done their entire lives. No, and they try to go to another country and like force the people in that country to change. It makes zero sense like this is centuries old tradition you jen from fucking oklahoma are not just gonna pop right in and change everything you have to adapt or they you need to go to america and he has to adapt but don't think you're just gonna show up and change the world yeah insane but that's the fun of watching this shit show i guess yeah it's true there's uh there's a lot of classic stories that come out of it and all in all it's a great show it's just dragged on a little bit I don't think the episodes need to be so long but like I would rather have them cast less couples per season and have shorter episodes yeah yeah I can see that well I mean the new season should be starting on Sunday for before the 90 days so we should Next week, we'll be able to talk about the new cast members, talk about maybe some predictions, what we think is going to happen. That'll be fun. Yeah, I know. It's always like exciting at the beginning of it. I know. You get like new people and yeah, it's going to be good. And um, then Natalia Grace, you got to watch that. Yeah, that that's on the list. Get caught up. Uh, I got I got a lot of time for TV, so don't worry. Good. I'll, I'll fit it in. Um, for now, until do, your big move. I know. I know. But, you know. Until then, the TV's yeah. still up. The other streaming services are still TV there. TV will be the last thing that comes down. Exactly. Straight <laughs> a, up. An air mattress. Straight up. It's the like TV. they're taking the TV off the wall. And I'm like, wait. Before we go, um, I know that tomorrow you and I are going to be recapping the Vanderpump Rules uh, part two. reunion Finale. part two. Uh, mm-hmm that airs tonight as we're recording this um one just like hilarious thing that I saw on reddit that I wanted to bring up really quick yes is someone had a thread and they were like if Jax was still on the show when this came out about like with Raquel and everything that's going on like how would it have gone down differently and one of the answers was Jax would have banged her first and Brittany (sighs) would have taken him back and I was like yes do you think that would have happened <laughs> yes a million percent that's how I think it would have gone oh, down shit well and there was also an episode of Jax and Britney's podcast where they had Sheena and Brock on we I was just listening to that before we because I listened to Lala's and it just auto played like right after Lala's did so okay. I listened I, I was like halfway through it before we started I'm not subscribed to the Jackson Brittany podcast, but I'm going to because I listened. I think it was Amanda sent us in a group chat that clip. And I was like, oh my God. I don't even remember what it was about. Oh, it was about how people saw in that on the Mexico trip. People saw Sandoval and Raquel making out here, hanging out there. They're starting to finally hear all of these accounts of people that saw them doing different things and in different places. And then I guess somebody was supposed to stay in Rachel's room with her. And she had told her friend, I don't remember who it was or if we know who it is, if they're even on the show. 
but her friend was like okay so it's cool if I stay with you right because like it's cool with production and everything she was like yeah it's fine it's fine and then right before when they got there she's like oh no production said you can't stay with me and the theory that Brock and Sheena had was that in order to get her own room Rachel told her friend it was fine that she could stay with her and then told her she couldn't so then she had her own room that she and Sandoval could fuck in but the balls to do that while your girlfriend is there, like he's not a like they're not both saying it's any better, but people. it's one thing if Ariana wasn't even on the trip, like then it's obvious you're gonna do it. But how do you have the balls to do that while they're on the same resort as you? Because they're selfish, awful, narcissistic, narcissistic people. Like they're terrible people. And how do you even do get not away care with that? who they hurt? How do you even get away with that? Because, listen, I'm not victim blaming Ariana here, you know, as much as it might sound like it sometimes. But if I were Ariana, I'd be like, where the fuck's my man? Mm. Yeah. Where is he? Well, it sounds like she's used to him being off doing his own thing while she's doing whatever. So exactly. um, I I don't know. Which is why I believe him, though, when it comes down to they lived kind of separately for a long time. Mm hmm. Yeah. Which doesn't make it okay, but yeah. No, it doesn't make it okay, obviously, but... And then they also said, I think Brock was also saying that um, Rachel... So we heard on the finale that Rachel had sent a letter Yeah, on Watch What Happens Live. Uh, Watch What Happens Live, okay. Yeah. And that, you know, and Ariana's like, well, I didn't open it because it's not my mail, um, but it did come from Rachel. And then after that aired on Watch What Happens Live... Rachel then sent a postcard. A postcard. Wow, I was going to try to do the Australian accent and it just did not come out (laughs) the way I wanted. And it was coincidentally after that Watch What Happens Live had aired where Ariana said she couldn't open it because it wasn't addressed to her. And so really interesting that this fucking bitch sends a postcard so that Ariana can plainly see whatever was written to to Sandoval. What a little bitch. I mean, the whole thing's interesting, obviously. And one thing that I love about Vanderpump Rules is you can literally talk about it nonstop because there's Mm -hmm. so many different things that are all happening at once. And, you know, everyone views it so differently. Like when I was hearing Amanda say that, like, she hasn't seen Katie be horrible yet. I'm like, are we watching the same show? Because all <laughs> I do is see Katie be horrible. I don't understand yeah. it. It's so fascinating how we all view it so differently. Yeah. Um. But another funny thing that was said on that same podcast, Jackson Brittany's, was Sheena was saying that uh, Raquel was obsessed with the show Euphoria and she'd always talk about it and stuff. And they're laughing now. They have this theory because, of course, in Euphoria, the best friend mm-hmm. has sex with the boyfriend or whatever so they were like is she trying to draw inspiration from euphoria and i was like i never thought i'd hear like a vanderpump euphoria Mm. crossover but i'm living for it it's a shit show it is a total mess and i can't fucking wait for peacock to put the episode up tomorrow so i can watch the reunion yeah we're gonna the pumped up edition we're gonna get into it uh raquel's coming out um Mm -hmm. I, you know, the two clips I saw today, Ali's going to be out there. Um, yeah. 
So this is how you do a tell all. This is how you do a reunion. 90 day fiance should take note. All like housewives are like this. Like so good. So good. Oh, I love it. Well, if you guys want to hear our in-depth discussion of the Vanderpump Rules finales, we already have one of them that is up on Patreon. Tomorrow there will be another. We're also going to do the third one. So you're going to get a you know, full in-depth conversation on all three parts. And there's a bunch of other stuff on there too, already some backlog from when, like, I mean, we've been podcasting together for the past like two, three years. Yeah. So, um, not, not always on resting bitch face, but on crossovers and guest spots for each other. And so there's a lot of stuff on there. So go to the link tree in our bio or go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod sign up for five bucks a month and you're going to get a bunch of bonus content ad free you guys are going to love it yes do that it's yeah i'm so excited to get it's into this stuff. vander the vanderpump of it all so <laughs> uh and then find justine at the shore store podcast everywhere you listen and on instagram and yes. uh resting bitch face on instagram and everything yes yeah. that's it off that's to it. watch i mean vpr <laughs> off to watch vpr starts in 20 minutes one last thing i'll say is uh yes maybe tomorrow we'll drop some stories because okay. remember i had a few stories that are like uh safe for the patreon so maybe okay. uh maybe tomorrow if if we have some extra time, I'll I'll drop some insane stories about Ooh, my I'm family excited. and my life so that you guys oh, can be like, oh. Yes, I've been dying to hear that story. I can't wait. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> thank you guys for listening and we Thank will see you. you next week. Bye. Bye, bitches.